It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. And with me right now to discuss it is Ambassador Nikki Haley running for the Republican nomination and to be the next president of the United States in 2024. Ambassador, good to see you. Thank you. You just met with the ambassador, the, the Israeli ambassador to the United Nations. Bit of a reunion. Oh, we have a bond. You know, I mean, I think that so much of what I did at the U.N. was dealing with Iran, dealing with Israel, dealing with the Palestinians and and the games that they would play. And so to see what's happened is really horrific because this was something that not only was it a surprise, not only was it murder, it was torture. And that's something you don't forget. And I hope that Americans realize that how they feel right now, Mm -hmm. when you start to hear that Palestinians have died, go back to how you feel right now. Because when I was at the United Nations, I went to Ramallah. I went to Ida refugee camp to really understand what the Palestinians needs were. And Brian, what I saw was all over the walls was graffiti saying, kill the Jews in their schools. They do that. Their textbooks are simplified, basically say, if you have five Jews and you kill four Jews, how many Jews are left? That's how they taught their kids. And they put these tunnels and I've been in the tunnels where the equipment, the ammunition, everything they do to kill people is in these tunnels. And they put them under schools and under hospitals because they know Israelis value life. So would you you saw those walls in Gaza? I did. Does it blow you away that they blew them away? The 19 separate breach points that these towers aren't able to pick it up. There's agriculture on the farms on the other side. So a long visibility, long visibility. And they come through with bulldozers, paragliders. I've been to those kibbutz. Does this stun you? No, I've been to those kibbutz. And I think about those families that were there and the fact that, you know, you're sitting out there in the farmland and this happens. This was very orchestrated. This was very planned. And the only one that can really do this is a Iran. And that's what we have to remember. We can talk about Hamas all day long, but this is Iran at work. And this is Iran at work for, with Hamas. This is Iran at work with Hezbollah that we're seeing them start to do it. It's Iran at work with the Houthis. You know, we've got to watch Yemen, too. All of these things, this is Iran orchestrated. Well, Iran actually said it. If you attack us, we're going to hit you from Yemen. We're going to hit you from uh, Lebanon. We're going to hit you from Gaza. And we'll be able to, we know they're going to hit from Syria because that's where they're located now, basically preserved Assad along with Russia. So that's what their plan is all along. So I want to bring you to this. So the, the immediate reaction was Hamas wants this fight in Gaza. Tactically, militarily, You wonder, they blow open the wall, they grab hostages and want to make sure that Israel comes into Gaza. Some say, wait a second, maybe their goal is to grab Israel into a quagmire where you're really really pinned down there. Is that a legitimate fear? And worry. Well, they don't value life and they know Israel does. So when they take a hostage, whether it's an American hostage or Israeli hostage, they know that we'll do anything to protect those lives. So go back to 2011 and Israel, I think, released like a thousand Palestinian prisoners for one Israeli. 
and they know that. So what they're hoping is they can get any other fighters that they have that are in um, being held, and they can use that as leverage because they know what they see as our weak spot, which I think is our strength, is that we do value life. That's where this is going to get complicated is because we're str- still trying to save those hostages. We're still trying to get them out alive, right. and they're going to use that. But, yeah, this is going to get complicated. So what changes? So you go in, you exact uh, the, the leader's brother died, and soon they're going to start taking out one by one the uh, Hamas upper echelon, we hope, and the ones that don't escape. To see them celebrating in Qatar was unbelievable with the Qatar leaders. Yeah, but they're fine. But the military wing, then what? Is the goal to level it and take it back? Have they thought that far ahead, do you think? I don't. My guess is what they're thinking right now is first things first is eliminate Hamas. I think that's really the goal. Then they'll focus on what happens with the land. But you've got to take away the terrorists. And this isn't just Hamas. Now you're dealing with Hezbollah. Now you're dealing with the Houthis. But overall, they're going to be coming to America saying, what about Iran? And when you look at the fact we knew this at the United Nations, we knew that if Iran got any money, it didn't go to feed their people. It didn't go to humanitarian efforts. It went to fuel terrorist activity. And so you can't change a culture. This is a culture culture of a regime that says death to America, death to Israel every day. And when they were dragging these bodies through the streets, that's what they were chanting. So the real source of this, we can talk about eliminating Hamas and we should. The real source of this is Iran. And when Biden loosened those sanctions, that money started flowing again. That's the biggest thing. And don't underestimate what's the core we're looking at. China imports more oil from Iran than anyone. Russia's getting drones and missiles from Iran. But we now Iran. have no leverage over either one of those countries. Maybe 10 years we may have. But but have clear, have a clear moral compass knowing it's China, Russia, and Iran that are in this together. And why are they in this together? Because they all hate the West. They hate Israel. They hate America. That's what's getting ready to so happen. So you have the ambassador job. You have the governor's job. You're the president right now. And what changes tomorrow and what would have you have included in that speech yesterday uh, that President Biden delivered? You know, give credit where credit's due. Biden, the words that Biden used were important. He needed to say them. He should have said them a couple of days before. He should have been on air more. But I think what he said was really important. I can't for the life of me understand why he's tiptoeing around Iran. He still in his mind thinks he's going to get back into an Iran deal. But that's what fuels their fire. That's what gives them leverage. The one thing that we need, if I was president, we would demolish their economy. Make sure they don't get a dollar in their bank because that's how you stop the terrorism. We had that. We Iran was desperate with their economy. He loosened it up. Now they've got billions of dollars flowing into them. Then you go and you do this hostage situation. You give them $6 billion more. We need to freeze their funds. We need to really put down the sanctions to where no dollars are flowing into them. And we need to bring them to their knees. Hands down, that's what we need to do. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. But you sound like you like the policy of President Trump. What would President Haley do different? Did you or do you just agree the way President Trump handled? Look, President Trump and I worked together on getting out of the Iran deal. That was really important because you can't change a culture. Mattis did not want to get out of that deal, by the way. Uh, 
none of them wanted to get out of the deal. Kelly. And when I went back, you had all the National Security Council. Most of them were telling him not to get out of the Iran deal. It's only because I actually went to the International Atomic Energy Agency, asked the hard questions about what was really happening with the Iran deal that I realized it actually had no teeth. And so I came back, made the case for him to get out. He clearly had wanted to get out if we had reason, and he had more than enough reason. So getting out was the first thing. The second thing is the sanctions. When we put those sanctions down, that's what really decimated their economy. We have to go back to that. Then finally, we have to go and eliminate all of these terrorist cells. Just like we focused on ISIS, we've got to focus on all of these terrorist cells. And then we've got to focus on the Arab community and let them know we've got to get in this together. Why is Saudi Arabia backing off? They're backing off because they don't trust that America and Israel will win. That's in a very, very important because point. if you leave Iran strong, Saudi Arabia is vulnerable. Saudi Arabia is going to lean towards Iran. We've already Remember seen them do rocketed. the deal. They got rocketed into their yep. oil. The, oil Saudi oil. Arabia was constantly at odds with Iran until China came in and negotiated this deal. Why did they even consider that? Because the U.S. was weakening. They didn't see the U.S. fighting Iran anymore. They saw the U.S. trying to get in a deal. So that pushed Saudi Arabia towards Iran. That's what we don't want to have happen. But Saudi Arabia is smart. They're not going to lean in to us and Israel unless they know that we can win and that we're serious about taking on Iran. When Republicans talk about wavering on Ukraine, the ones that aren't just I don't want to be involved in, I, you know, let's bring everything home. They'll say, listen, I don't like the tactics. I never hear about the objectives. It's never explained to the American people why it matters. Um, how do you convince Republicans, many of which you really respect and call you call your friend, that it is right to support that cause? Well, first, Joe Biden's done a terrible job communicating this. You know, when you go and you give equipment, ammunition to anyone, you owe it to the taxpayers to tell them why you're doing this. Why does it matter? All of that. If you look at what's happening. Putin said with his own words, once he takes Ukraine, Poland and the Baltics are next. That's a war because those are NATO countries. The reason we're doing this is we're trying to prevent war. But remember, go back to what I said. It's China, Russia and Iran. Those three together. A win for Russia is a win for China. Assume that Iran is in that mix. It's all three of them together. Three and a half percent of our defense budget. That's it. That's all we're giving. Eleven European countries are giving more than us, and they should. So our goal is how do we go and make sure that this comes to an end quickly? That's the goal. But you don't do it by pulling back. Remember, as much as we're feeling for Israel right now, that's what we were feeling for Ukraine. Americans can't get tired. We have to know the difference between right and wrong. We have to know the difference between good and evil. And that's what we're dealing with right now. George Will had a column today. I don't know if you read it. He called on everyone to drop out and support you uh, as the nominee to take on Trump. And even though his wife disagrees with him, he says you're his pick. Did you have any conversations with him? Are you surprised? Am I telling you this for the first time? I saw the article um, last night. I have not had any conversations with him. I have not seen him. Um, and yes, it was an interesting surprise. What I will tell you is the momentum is real. We feel it in Iowa. We feel it in New Hampshire. We feel it in South Carolina. Where and you we, haven't felt it before? And we see it in the numbers. The numbers are going up. It's the reason that Trump is starting to attack is because he sees the same numbers that we are. But the momentum, the reason the momentum is real is because real Americans feel the chaos of the Democrats. They feel the chaos on the border. They feel the chaos with inflation. They feel the chaos in classrooms. They feel the chaos with crime on the streets. And they feel the 
chaos in Europe now and in the Middle East. But our focus has to be we can't fix Democrat chaos with Republican chaos. We need stability. We've got to leave the baggage and the negativity behind. We've got serious world issues right now. We need a stable hand, and we need to be able to take care of this so that we can keep Americans safe. And you're referring to you think President Trump brings chaos? I think you look at the situation. I mean, there's a lot of drama and chaos. He's focused on the past. We need to be focused on the future. We've got a lot of issues with inflation, with education, with our border, with China, you know, with now what's happening with Israel. We can't keep talking about an old election or old things that are happening. We've got some serious work to do to lift Americans back up and make our world safe again. He's also given you a nickname. Yeah, I think it's lame. He's kind of lost his luster. I mean, it's a it's a lame nickname. It doesn't even Was it bird brain? Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. What does that even mean? Like he used to be cool at that. He's not cool at that anymore. But look, I told my team, let's celebrate because he sees the numbers we see. He knows exactly what we're doing. We're coming. We're coming. Get All ready. Right. All right. One thing is uh, it's going to be hard to match your energy and the money is coming in. Uh, and, of course, this is your wheelhouse. Uh, sadly, an international uh, calamity. This is where you thrive. Ambassador, thanks so much. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.